0: Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming Kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes, and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast.
1: Welcome to Prophecy Countdown. I'm Pastor Ken, and we provide two updates each week on this podcast called Prophecy Countdown. On Sundays, our messages premiere at 1 p.m. and then on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. The title of my message today is Without Restraint. As the name of our podcast implies, our podcasts always have a prophecy thread. You know, we, answer, we love answering your questions, and we love getting topics from you, our viewers and our listening audience. Just send us an email to podcast at gmail.com. That's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. And like I said, we, that's, how, that's how we get our topics. As I mentioned, the, the message today is called Without Restraint. And we'll be looking at a particular passage in Proverbs to get started. And then we'll take a look at what the Bible has to say about our modern culture, uh, what has actually happened, and what the Bible has to say about this, especially as we get close, as we become part of the end times. Uh, the scripture I've selected is Proverbs 25:28, 28, uh, and that's the verse we're starting with. And this, let me read it to you, and then we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, proverbs 25 verse 28 says this he whose spirit is without restraint is like a city that is broken down and without walls you know just last week i spoke about how jesus had said in the olivet discourse that when the son of man comes just prior to the coming of the son of man it'll be very much like the days of noah one of the things that the Bible tells us about the days of Noah is in Genesis chapter six. And this is what is, is in Genesis six. It says, the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And then a few verses later it says, the earth was corrupt in God's sight and the earth was full of violence. You know, so to put some structure on this thought about a world without restraint, we need to talk about a couple of pretty broad topics of understanding of actually what is right and what is wrong and where do our, our laws come from. You know, most of us can understand the difference between right and wrong, we really can. When I was a child, uh, my mother taught us some, my, me some very basic rules of right and wrong. So, and I remember some of them very, very clearly. As I recall, one of the laws that my mother had in the household was don't run with scissors. Now, the other one was don't touch the stove because it may be hot. And the third one, especially, uh, which lasted a long time, is don't hit your brother. You know, These are just some of the early laws that I remember as a child. And of course, you probably remember some of the initial laws in your household. Now all of us have memories of what we're not supposed to do. Uh, These are the laws we were first told about. These are the laws that we first needed to obey. Uh, They were things that we were not supposed to do. That's what laws do. They basically tell you what you're not supposed to do. These are laws that are supposed to restrain our behavior. If you examine the laws that are typically on the books in our cities, our municipalities, our states, and our national laws, they're there to protect us. In every society, we have laws, we have rules and regulations. And and we we probably uh, must love having laws and regulations because it seems like our government gives us more of them every year. Now, we don't often like having rules because it means that somebody is telling us what we're supposed to do. Yet, again, living in a civil society, the laws that we have are there to not only protect ourselves but protect others as well. You know, there's a, there's a scientific study uh, of the order of human behavior that has to do with laws. It's called anthropology. Cultural anthropology in particular focuses on the customs, the beliefs, the social structures of societies, both past as well as the present. You know, today, cultural anthropologists must be having a field day after thousands of years of cultural mores, of societal taboos and restrictions, suddenly we see them abandoned. And this is happening not only here in the United States, but literally all over the globe. You know, Since we started off referencing a verse from the book of Proverbs, let me turn to the Bible and see what the Bible has to say about, about law. The law that is the most basic that provides restraint is what's called the moral law when people think of moral laws they often turn to religion not only christians but muslims and buddhists they turn to their own moral laws that summarized in, in in their holy books christians and jews follow the moral laws that are in the bible and one of the places we find those is the ten commandments and the ten commandments are found in exodus chapter 20 as well as deuteronomy chapter 5 and then mentioned frequently throughout the bible The Ten Commandments are grouped into uh, two different groups, two different tablets, if you will. The first is how we are to honor God, and the second is how we are to live with man. In the New Testament, Jesus summarized the law by saying, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your strength. And then he said the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. He summarized the whole two. Now, it's the second group where we get most of our, our laws from. you know. For example, uh, the Sixth Commandment, you shall not murder, is the basis of all of our laws we have in this nation against homicide, the physical assault on ourselves and others. The Eighth Commandment says you shall not steal, and it reflects a, a fundamental prohibition against theft it would include all that we know about larceny and robbery and embezzlement. Um, also, our, our property rights, including trespassing, burglary, vandalism, are all contained in this, in this Eighth Commandment that says you shall not steal. The Ninth Commandment, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Uh, that's the law about, that, that deals with perjury, uh, about knowingly providing false information in a court or even to a police officer or the FBI. Uh, while many people, people think that the seventh commandment, you shall not commit adultery, uh, isn't written into our legal systems, most people would be wrong. Our marriage laws were specifically designed to strengthen the bonds in this relationship between a man and a woman called marriage. Laws were enacted and special tax incentives were given to not only encourage marriage, but also to encourage bringing children into our home. You know, under English common law, going back to the 11th century, then our own laws in the United States, going back the last two, 300 years, um, they deal with infidelity, cheating, and unfaithfulness. What Noah's adultery was considered a serious moral transgression uh, by, by all people. Um, in fact, it was, the, it was one of the things that could be cited in case of a divorce. However, some U.S. states back in the 1970s—I remember the 1970s well—made it easier uh, to divorce, and laws became more uh, divorce became more accessible through what we call uh, no-fault divorce. And of course, what happened was the divorce rates, which had always been very low, you know, going back historically um, in the single digits, one, two, three percent, got raised up to 24% in the 1950s and 1960s. But after the no-fault divorce laws were passed, suddenly j- jumped to over 50%. Uh, it was just within a few years after no-fault divorce came on the scene. Now recently, what's interesting is that divorce rates have dropped but if you take a look at why, the, why divorce rates have, have dropped, one of the things that's clearly evident is that a large portion of our population um, has decided that marriage is no longer needed. People are living together without the bonds of matrimony. They're living together, as Judge Judy says, they're playing house, uh, they're having children, they're pro- procreating uh, without the benefit of marriage. And as I started off, my topic today is without restraint. I wanted to give you some background on why our laws were founded and what the basis of our laws were, Uh, but we know now that they're quickly being ignored by a large group in our modern society. And the Bible tells us why this is happening. In Romans chapter one, for example, the apostle Paul tells us this, he says, professing to be wise, they became fools talking about our neighbors, our society today. They changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Now Paul's referring specifically to how especially the Jews fell away uh, from honoring God and decided to, to, uh, to, to get into idol worship. But here's the thing, when we fail to honor God, when we fail to honor God, the other restraints are cast off as well. For example, in Romans chapter 1, verse 28, just a few verses later, Paul says this. He says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things that are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, Strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they were whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, that sounds like today, doesn't it? Disobedient to parents, undeserving, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death not only do they do they do the same but also approve of those who practice them you know paul has listed for us in this first chapter of romans uh, a smorgasbord of assorted evil ways that people have cast off restraint and end up treating each other with disrespect notice this is what the people wanted that's what Paul says. God gave them this law, his guide, his moral code, but the people cast it off. Paul started off by saying they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to a debased mind, to those things which are not fitting. Not fitting. Not fitting means that it's inappropriate. It's not suitable. It's not appropriate. It's not proper. And we're are we saying this today? Yes, in every way. You know, sexual immorality is not only on our movies and our our TV screens, it's now being taught in our schools. Drag queens and the entire array of LGBTQ alphabet proponents are in our public schools. They're in our private schools, and yes, they're even in some of our so-called Christian schools. There seems to be no restraint. Our, Our movies and TV screens are full of evil of violence and sex. Laws against shoplifting, rioting, and looting are are becoming simply misdemeanors in many of our urban areas. Stores like Macy's, Target, Walmart, and other large chains have cited ra- rising crime, wholesale shoplifting and violence as reasons for closing many of their stores in once vibrant urban locations. Most likely you've seen some of these some of these videos on on TV and, and uh, on social media. You know, recently in in Atlanta, two BLM rioters were fined $500 and given probation for burning down a Wendy's restaurant. During the pandemic and the last election season, you can remember it's only a few years ago, rioters in cities all across America um, engaged in so-called peaceful riots, peaceful riots that did over $2 billion in damage and over 19 people were killed. People have cast off restraint. And this is not isolated to America. America is actually just catching up to what's happened in in Western Europe particularly. Europe is currently being overwhelmed by a wave of rape committed typically by Muslim immigrants, particularly in Scandinavian countries where a number of rapes of white women and girls is rising. In Europe, lesbian, gay, bi, trans, and intersex immorality and exhibitionism has become a fundamental right, and America is, is right behind them. Now, let's close uh, this topic today with a portion of Romans 1 that I didn't cover earlier. In summary, without restraint. And again, Paul tells us why. It says this, he says, Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. You know, these are things that the Apostle Paul tells us happens when we abandon God. We become foolish. We are without restraint. You know, my friends, one of the things we talk about often on this podcast is that Jesus is soon returning. The Bible tells us that the period just prior to the second coming is pretty much as we see it today there will be a time actually when all of that restraint is removed. And we'll talk about that in the next session as well. Let's pray. So Father God, we wanna thank you, Lord, that we can always look to the Bible to be able to get clues to exactly what's happening today and how we are to behave. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to reach so many people through video and through audio, through our podcast. We thank you, Lord, for that opportunity. We pray for what's going on in Israel right now, this, this horrible war um, between Hamas and Israel. We pray, Lord, for peace in Jerusalem. And we give you all the praise in Jesus'
0: precious name. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse or End Times. Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today.